Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust, as the Republican mentor, like the real 144,000 being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual new Mankari, and this is Mental Act Radio. And tonight we're going to be discussing the difference between business people and hustlers. I spoke on this in the past, but I'm going to take it to another level tonight. You see, the people that are put in front of our face as so-called, quote-unquote, black people, you know, what they refer to us as, you know, they always put people who they consider to be successful in front of our face, the people who are really hustlers. They put hustlers in front of our face to, see, to look up to as a sign of success. They don't put business people that look like us in our face. There are plenty of business people out there that you've never heard of, people who started their own business, came with a product, and, you know, basically worked the product, made the round, marketed the product, mass-produced the product, wholesaled or retailed the product, and made money. You see, the ability to do that is a strong, you know, it takes a strong mental focus to do that, to be a businessman or a businesswoman. It takes a very strong mental focus. It takes patience. It takes foresight, mental acuity, and flexibility mentally to be able to, you know, see a product through, you know, go through the pitfalls of losing money and still acknowledge that this, at the end of the tunnel, there'll be brightness at the end of the tunnel with which you're trying to get to the public to sell for monetary gain. You see, it takes, again, foresight to see that through. If you don't have foresight, if you do not have patience, if you do not have any of these yet you want to make money, then you become a hustler. Then you become a hustler. You're looking for a fast buck. You're looking for a fast buck. You're looking for somebody to fund your goal, fund your dreams, things like that. You don't have the mental fortitude to get out there and produce that for yourself, See, to think up something yourself and um, produce it from start to finish, build it up. Like I said, the very people who black people look up to in society as multi-millionaires, almost billionaires, you know, white people, wealthy white people, wealthy white business people gave these hustlers, right, gave these hustlers their money to floss and flaunt in front of you, right, and to the hustler, the hustlers will always work for the business people. See, the business people don't mind having the hustlers out in front as the front men and front women. They don't mind having them out front, see, because that's what you do when you're a pimp. You pimp your hoes. I'm going to just be wrong and cut with it. The businessman is like the pimp when it comes to the people that work for them, which are the hoes, the hustlers. The hustlers are the hoes. The hustlers are the ones you see in the pretty clothes, the flashy cars, always trying to shine, always showing you how much money they got. But like I said, the business people who they work for, the business people who they serve can cut off their money at any given time. So the hustlers are always careful never to offend their bosses because trust and believe and trust and know, I should say, these hustlers, these people who you look up to who got all this money like your Oprah Winfrey's, your Puff Daddies, your Tyler Perry's, all these so-called successful, your Tiffany Haddish, your Chris Rock, all these entertainment Negroes, these athletic Negroes, right? 
They're nothing but a bunch of hustlers, all of them. They're nothing but a bunch of hustlers. Do you know what a hustler is? A hustler is a person in street terms and in street code and in, you know, and past, frank, past you know, vernacular. Hustlers are people who sell themselves for sex, prostitute themselves. That's what a hustler is. That's really what a hustler is, one who sells themselves for sexual pleasure for, to a person with money or a man of a woman of means. They prostitute themselves to the hustlers. I mean, excuse me, the hustlers prostitute themselves to the business people. They're looking to make a deal with them because those the business people are all the ones with all the money. So, of course, the hustlers, they want to try and hustle some money out of the business people, but in all reality, they're really not hustling them. You see, they're not hustling them. They like to tell you that, you know, hustling means that they fooling them, tricking them, or charming them out of their money. I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler. I'm, I'm, I'm getting that money. I'm a hustler. No. No. When these people are putting that hustle mentality in your head, like your puff daddies and all these other people and your uh, 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 these actors, your, your 50 Cent and all these other people, when they put that hustler mentality, because they're the ones hip-hop pushed that hustler mentality very hard amongst black people and young generation of black people had that hustle mentality, hustle hard, hustle, not work hard, not build your own business, but hustle hard and hustle with this and do this hustle, listen, hustle that because hustle is what they did to get to where they are. Hustle is what they did to get to where they are. And if that means they had to sell themselves, meaning dropped on on their knees, dropped and bend over and grab their ankles, that's all part of the sale. Don't you understand that when hustlers hustle, that means everything must go, even them. Everything is for sale, even them. That's what a hustler is. You see, a hustler has no integrity. A hustler has no respect for themselves. All they care about is money. Hustlers are hoes. That's all they are. A hustler is a hoe. Right? And the business person in relation to the hustler is a pimp. Who pimps the hoes? You see, Clive Davis pimped Puff Daddy. Clive Davis was the businessman. Or the high up Jews who Puff Daddy worked for, like Clive Davis, who he worked for. You didn't never see Clive on the street. He never seen him on the track. You seen Puffy on the track dancing and shit, flossing and flashing cash. You see, that's what that's what the pimps do. They put their hoes on the track. They let them wear flashy clothes, sell their ass. You see, get that money. See, all that works for Clyde Davis. The Puff Daddy image actually worked for Clyde Davis. It ain't worked for it ain't, in the long run. It didn't work for Puffy. It worked for Clyde Davis. Am I coming in clear before I continue? Am I coming in clear? I just want to make sure I'm coming in clear. See, when you see these people like your Tiffany Haddish. You see, even these African Mike Tice, all the Mike Tice, all those people, they are front people for business people. They're front people. They're actors, they're entertainers. That's why I never wanted to be no actor, no entertainer, or no recording artist. Because, see, those people are nothing but hustlers. They're nothing but hustlers who sell their trade, apply their trade to business people. The business people are the ones who produce their record, put up the money to produce their record, put up the money to produce their uh, uh their uh, pay-per-view events, put up money. Even even now, 
don't know if y'all seen this um this versus thing. This versus thing that's popular lately. Right? The versus. Where you see these old groups going against one another. I'm pretty sure there's a Caucasian Jew money behind that. Caucasian Zionist money behind that. It ain't no niggas that thought that up. See, that's a business thing. And if they did, then that means I'm pretty sure it's Caucasian Jews backing that. You see, I saw this guy on the stage who was with a beard on his face, had his uh, thing on. They, like I said, when they was doing it, I said, that's probably the guy that's backing all this. Like a white man and whatnot, like, a, like the beard on his face, like a Jew. I said, that's probably the guy that's funding all this, or he got something to do with that, or he hooked these people up to fund that. You never really see the so-called black man or the black woman doing things, going that they going that they sell. Rarely do you ever see them going it alone, starting a business, not dealing with them people, and just going on ahead and doing their own thing. You rarely ever see that. They always got some Caucasian backers, Caucasian Jewish backers nine times out of ten. Not that that's a, you know, and again, that's not meant to be a slight on the Caucasian Jews because they business people. Of course, I'm not saying it's bad that they do business. I'm saying it's bad for you hustlers who think that you're business people that somehow that's going to translate into business people and that black people, so-called black people, should aspire to be like you. That's what's bad about it. Not that the Caucasian Jews is using you niggas to make money, hustling, basically basically pimping y'all. That, that's not bad because, again, that's their business. That's what they do. But at one point, you would think that these people would have enough integrity as real men and real women to say, you know what? We're going to do it ourselves, one way or the other. We ain't going to you because the cost is too high. But see, a hustler slash hoe never thinks that way. All they think about is the money right now. All they care about is the money right now. That's all. All they want is the money. You see? They, like I said, they, the ones who write the check, that's all that they care about. Let me keep living my lifestyle. And see, the white man know that about these Negroes. He know they want to live a certain lifestyle. They want to be taken care of. They don't want to have to think really hard on how to get out here and produce their own stuff and make money. They want to check. Niggas want the white man to cut the check, a.k.a. they want a boss. They want to hustle their boss. They want to hustle for their boss and hustle their boss. They got down on this guy. Uh, um, what's his name? Um, what's the guy's name? Stephen A. Smith. Come on, yeah, I go to work, and I every day I like to go to work and make my bosses more money, so they can give me some of that money. I go thinking of ways to make my bosses some money. Spoken like a good hoe. Spoken like a good hoe, a good hustler. You know what I'm saying? Hey, he at least he's honest about what he is. How many of these other people who you look to ever going to be honest, like Oprah Winfrey, like Gail King, like your P. Diddy's, like your Tyler Perry's, and all these other Negroes that got so-called got money? But then you end up finding out, look, if it wasn't for these Caucasians, these Caucasian Jews, they wouldn't have a goddamn dime. Discovery Channel pimps Oprah Winfrey. And whatever, uh, 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 Lionsgate or whatever, whoever doing Tyler Perry distributing, uh, um, making product for Filming this more the stereotypical nonsense that they want, his bosses want, you know, homosexuality, uh, uh, race mixing, whatever. He's going to produce that because he works for those people. You can't never go up to Tyler Perry and say, hey, Tyler, you know, since you got your own Tyler Perry Studios, when we going to see a picture about ancient Egypt and the pharaohs being bronze men and us being in rulership? When we going to see that, Tyler going to tell you, um, nah, no. Now, you, he'll tell you, nigga, you go ahead and make that. I can't make that. 
I got to turn out what I got to turn out. I got to turn out some more race mixing, some more faggots and lesbians. I got to turn that out in, in, you know, in ATL for my white bosses. Or else I'm not going to be able to keep this Tyler Perry still and keep getting that big check. That's what Tyler Perry going to tell you, but they ain't going to turn around and act like he a boss, like he really running something. Oh, for Winfrey to act like she owned her own network, when her own network is owned by the Discovery Channel, which is a bunch of Caucasians who tell her what to do. And Oprah Winfrey has always been like that from the time she was on ABC to now. A.L. King, same thing. These people are not entrepreneurs. They're entrepo niggas. And all they do as entrepo niggas is beg the so-called white man. That's all they do. And I'm going to tell you something. You ever notice with these people, they always pay attention to these people. They always, the so-called white man always gets these same kind of people. What do I mean by that? Notice their story is always the same. Remember I said this before and I'll say it again. If you ever go back to, you listen to Tyler Perry's story of how he got on, Tiffany Haddish, all of them, they always say the same thing. You know, I was po- I was homeless. I was poor, broke. I was sleeping in my car. I was sleeping on park benches. I, I was really messed up. And, you know, now look at me now. Hmm. Let's think about that for a minute. I was living out of my car. I was sleeping on benches. I could barely eat. Right? So what they're showing you in that description is that they were desperate. They were desperate. If you get to that limit of your life and you get that low in your life, what that's saying is that you were desperate. You were at desperate times in your life and that somebody at a certain point, the Caucasians, they rescued you. And, see, they look for people like this. They look for people that will do anything, who who hit the bottom, they're sleeping in their car, they can't really wash their ass, they ain't got no place to live, and all this, whether that's their story or not. But they look for those kind of people, the Caucasian wealthy people, that the ones who look in the used people, look in the used hustlers, a.k.a. hoes, they look for these type of black people who has a story like this where they were struggling so bad and they was living out their car and they could this, that, and third. He knows that those type of people will do anything. They know that those kind of people will do anything. I mean anything. They will do anything to survive. So what better hope to get who's going to hold the best for you than the one who wants to survive. It'll do anything. It'll make sure they don't have to go back to being broke. Like he said, I ain't going back to being broke. So they're going to do whatever they got to do to maintain that money. Whatever these Caucasians make them do, whatever degenerate thing these Caucasians make them do, whether they're humiliating themselves, whether they're putting them up in front of the um, camera to talk about LGBT rights, whether they're using them to push race mixing, whatever, or protect the Asians, like you simple-ass Negroes did, but I get it. Or push the vaccine, of course. That's the big thing now for the higher niggas. Push the vaccine to your people. That's the big thing. You see, because that's what hoes do. They got to do what they pimp tell them. Whenever they pimp snap their fingers, they got to do what they tell them, the pimp tell them. See, they go, that's your hustlers right there. That's your hustlers. They're really no more, they're nothing more than high, they're nothing but high-paid employees. That's all they are. They're not business people. See, business people, like I said, business people create a product, build a product, and manage and maintain that product and own the rights and lock, stock, and barrel to that product. That's what business people do. Got plenty of people like that out here, bronze people that do that, but why don't you ever hear about them? 
Why don't you ever hear about them? Why do you always hear about these pawns, these tools of the beast? Why do you always hear about them? Because the beast wants you to look up to these pawns, these tools, because if you look up to these people, if you put these people on a pedestal, they become a great influencer in your life. So then when the beast uses these Negroes to pass his messages through their heads, you know, uh, a liberated black female, hom- homosexual friendly, uh, lesbian friendly, uh, what else, uh, race mixing friendly, you know, those type of things. Basically, the same mentality as the so-called white men. Then, of course, like I said, they push those people through. That's a win-win. That means you're going to accept that because you're going to think to yourself, well, damn, they getting money like that. They progressive. You know, I might as well think like them. I might as well accept these same things, too. I ain't saying nothing wrong with them because they getting money. That's the whole point of putting these Negroes out here. That's the whole point of giving them that bag to make their movies that are nothing but a load of BS, to make their BS movies, their stereotypical uh, uh, bought and paid for degenerate messages that they want to give to you so-called, quote-unquote, black people to influence you to be degenerates. That's all they're about. And they will do anything as hustlers. They will do anything at the behest of the business people that they work for. See, because with the business people, it is business and at the same time personal with our people. But first and foremost, the business, see, it don't, it, 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 they get way more out of it than you ever will. They get way more out of it. They get way more out of it. And because they get way more out of it, they will always use these people, you see, because, see, they play, they, see, business people play for the long haul. Like, I'm going to give you a good example of this. You see that guy, um, what's his name that just happened? And this was, this is what really inspired the show, the broadcast tonight, excuse me. What inspired this is that the guy Jeff Bezos gave this guy $100 million. What's his name again? What's this clown's name again? Uh, he was hanging around Prince a lot. What was this guy's name? The guy he gave $100 million to just because. What's this? Van Jones. Van Jones. Right? He gave this guy $100 million. He told him, eh, do what you want with it. You know, whatever. You, don't you understand? Don't you understand? Jeff Bezos bought himself a nigger. That's all he did. He bought himself a, bought himself a hoe off the, off the block. And so now he gave Jeff Bezos, which he gave $100 million, which ain't nothing. That ain't no money to him. He just bought himself a hoe. See, that's low. That's low money for him. Hundred million dollars ain't nothing. He knows this Negro gonna take some of that money, and you know, of course, he gonna lavish himself with it. He gonna break it off with the rest of the hoes. Then they, what they're gonna do is they're gonna put on platforms and things like that to basically influence. Watch Van Jones. They're gonna be putting on platforms. Him, this other clown, Mark Lamont Hill, and all these other clowns. They'll put on platform for these Caucasians, right, to basically promote black men as being homosexual. There ain't nothing wrong with being a, a homosexual or tra- a land with transgenders or more race mixing. You should be okay with your white, your, the white man taking your black woman and being with her, uh, you know, and you could just get a tranny nigga, man. You know, just this is the stuff they're going to promote. Because Tyler Perry just got caught. Remember I told you he's, all he's going to do is promote race mixing and homosexuality with, with the so-called black man. He was just up there talking about some broadcast, he did, some show he did on his TV show, at Garbage, where some black man talking about he wanted his ass played with, by his woman. See, this is the type of stuff Tyler Perry has to promote. I mean, yeah, he's a sodomite, you know, allegedly. He's a sodomite. 
and it really ain't allegedly, but he's a for, for most he's a sodomite out there in ATL, and yeah, you know, at one point he tried to write as if you know he had some sense or more had more of an idea, sense of understanding about so-called black people. But he, you know, all that's out the window now because he got all that money and he is beholden to his bosses who want to see the black man in a certain light, who wants to see the so-called black woman in a certain light. So what they'll do is they'll give people like him, Van Jones, millions and millions and millions of dollars. And they know these niggas are nothing but hustlers. The white man know these niggas are nothing but hustlers. He knows that their daily bread comes from him. They depend on white man, the businessman for their daily bread. And so he knows they'll do anything. He he got he got he got money allotted for these type of Negroes. He got money, he got the nigger money allotted for them to buy some Negroes and the return on what they're going to get is priceless. You see the return on what they're gonna get for their investment is priceless. You see people that are willing to, you know, promote a message where, you know, everything is just you know, degenerate is a go. So for that hundred dollars, a hundred million, excuse me, a hundred million dollars, the businessman is gonna make sure that hustler works off that money. He's gonna make sure he works off that money, put it in the right hands. You like I said, you you'll see more stuff produced from Van Jones or this guy Van Jones, like I said, I barely know who this guy is. I know he hung around press, but you'll see more stuff from this guy promoting all kind of degeneracy at the hands of the people. Cause see, they always been giving them money. This guy Basil just openly gave it in public, but they always was behind these type of people, the Van Joneses and them people. Cause this is what these hustlers look for. They look to get up under some white businessman. That's what these black hustlers look. The black hustlers look to get up under some white businessman, you know, in any way that they can, if you know what I mean. They looking to get up under some white businessman. It's because, see, a lot of these black males, I told you, they got, the, they got the mentality of females, a lot of these black males. And what I mean by that when it comes to business and being a hustler, see, men, real men and real women are, hustlers, excuse me, are businessmen and businesswomen. See, hustlers, like I said, Everything is for sale. Their bodies, their mouth, meaning words that come out their mouth, whatever, it's all for sale. And that's what Jeff Bezos did. He bought he bought himself a nigga. That's all he did. He bought himself a hustling-ass nigga, Van Jones. That's all he did. He bought himself a hustling-ass nigga. And the price was $100 million. And he's going to use his hustling-ass nigga to go out here and get more hustling-ass niggas who want to do the shuffle. And promote that to bronze people. They go out here purposely and look for these kind of people. You see, they they even promote that rags to riches story with black people. They're telling, oh, you know, you came from poverty, you came from abject poverty. Then you got some opportunities from some Caucasians, and next thing you know, you became wealthy. They don't want to hear no story about, oh, I came from the project, so I came from poverty, and I and I and I worked my way out of it. And I got. They don't want to hear that. They want to hear some white person involved. They want to hear how starving you were, that your father was at home, that your mother was on drugs. You know, the worst. And then a white person came and saved you and gave you money. That's the, that's the narrative they want to hear. That's the story they want to tell. And if you listen to a lot of these people, that's usually their story. Anthony Haddish said she was living out her car. Tyler Perry said the same thing. 
You see 50 No, did 50 Cent almost say? No, he didn't say nothing like that. But it's always the, oh, I was, you know, I was just, you know, I was at the brink of nothing, and then stuff started happening for me. Yeah. Once you came in contact with them Caucasian business people, they figured out a way to use you. Because, see, whenever they talk this opportunity crap to you, that they're going to give you some opportunity, listen, listen, nobody's giving you an opportunity. What that means is, oh, these white people, they found a way to use me. They found a way to use your black ass. You see, the opportunity, they ain't giving you no opportunity because you're so talented. Oh, you just the best uh, a rapper. Oh, you just the best boxer. Oh, you just the best athlete. Oh, you just the best talk show host. No, 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 no. They don't do it for that. They got plenty of people who are better than Oprah Winfrey. Plenty of people that's better than Jay-Z's and P. Diddy's and produce. Plenty of people better than them. But see, a lot of those people are not willing to do what these people want. They're not willing to be hustlers, a.k.a. I'll do anything type of people. They're not willing to do that. They're not willing to give over their mind, body, and soul to these people. So therefore, they can't utilize those people, and those people don't get on. You see, a lot of talented people, I've seen people who know these type of people or know these people, and they never got on because they had integrity. They wasn't going to go to one of those mansion parties. They weren't going to be in somebody's office on their knees or spreading their legs or grabbing their ankles. They wasn't going to do that. They wasn't going to walk around and sell poison to their people just, it's just for a goddamn paycheck. They wasn't going to do that. You see? They actually wanted to do their art or whatever they can. And see, again, they, these white business people, they don't care about your art. They don't care about that. See, all they see that as your art, whether you sing, whether you tell jokes, whether you dance, whatever the hell you do. They want to make sure that you attract other people. <laughs> they want to make sure you attract other people by what you do. They want you to be a magnet for what you do. They want you to be a magnet that they can use. You see? And you say to yourself, well, I'll do that because you actually start believing that you're where you are because of your talent. And that's not true. A lot of they say it ain't what you know. It's who you know. It ain't about how much talent you got. It's about who you sitting up here like, uh, uh, um, buddying up to. Who you sitting up here trying to cuddle up to? Who you sitting up here trying to lay up with for some money, for some cash? That's what that's about. You see, these people are hustlers. No different than the prostitutes that work the streets. Only these don't. Only these hoes. They work for millions instead of a couple of hundred hundred dollars. They work for millions. They're gonna get a million dollar check, two million dollar check. The beast will make them. Really, really rich. Never wealthy, because you can't be made wealthy. You got to be born with a wealthy mentality. See, the beast will make them rich, because he knows he can make them poor at any given time. He'll make a Bill Cosby rich. Bill Cosby had all that money. He still got money. That means he did a whole lot of ass kissing. He had a lot of ass kissing money and a lot of bend over money stored up from the 60s. That's why he's able to live. He had a lot of that bend over and ass kissing money stored up somewhere and he could, you know, sustain that little three year hit he took and whatnot and where he had to go to jail and spend all that money on them lawyers. He got enough money built up. But that was just the beast way of letting you know, look, man, 
this nigga don't control nothing. He ain't in charge of nothing. We just bust him out. And the reason they bust Bill Cosby out because they own Bill Cosby. They can do whatever they want. They can do as that will with Bill Cosby. They own Bill Cosby. They own Bill Cosby since the beginning. You see? That's why Bill Cosby could talk all that shit like he was talking, talking down on niggas and whatnot. Even though, like I said, ain't nothing wrong with talking down on you Negroes because of the way you act like savages. But Bill Cosby ain't one to talk down on nobody because you bent over too, Bill Cosby. Ain't no way in hell you Negroes got into Hollywood without bending over, grabbing your ankles. Or being in somebody's office on your knees like Richard Pryor and Paul Mooney. Who you niggas celebrate and look up to two sodomite niggas who was willing to be sodomite and, and, uh, for money. I can't listen to nothing Richard Pryor and Paul Mooney say. I don't want to see them niggas no more. You niggas not even men. You hoes. You hoes. And all you niggas in Hollywood are hoes, man. All of y'all. You think you you think these, these Caucasian Jews gonna let you niggas get, get that bag without making sure you get bagged? He said, "Don't work like that." You're going to get your ass bust in one way or the other. That's how it works with them people. You see? That's how it works with them people. These people are not business people. And you should never look up to a hustler. You should never look up to a hustler, see, because a hustler is one who is short-sighted. A hustler is one who does not know how to do business. All they know how to do is chase a dollar. They don't know how to do business, see, but see, See, business, if you know how to do business, then those dollars will continuously come in. But if all you know how to do is hustle, then you got to always worry, be worried about your cash stopping. Just like a prostitute, a prostitute, she got to always go out on the track and realize, think to herself, well, damn, if I get fat or I get ugly or I get old, I can't do this. I ain't going to have no tricks. So they always worrying about that. You see, they got to, they got to, they got to. They got it. Their money is at the discretion of the John or the trick that paid the John that pays them. That's where the, that's where their money comes from. They have to make sure that John is happy. Same way these Hollywood niggas and entertain. They got to make sure their white bosses, their white benefactors are happy. You know the hoes got to make sure the Johns and the tricks is happy because that's the one spending the money. That's the one spreading the cash around. It is no different. You really think these niggas mean it, mean it in a, a different way when you hear Giddy and them calling themselves hustlers? When you hear these niggas calling themselves hustlers, it don't mean the diff, it don't mean what you think it means. It don't mean what you what you think it means. I told you a hustler is another way of saying a prostitute. That's what a hustler is. That's why I never called myself no hustler. Never. I never wanted to be associated with that word. Anything I did, whether I was trying to make money or whatever, I was always considered myself a businessman. One who was taking care of business. Don't ever call me a hustler. You see, I'm not out here hustling myself. I'm out here hustling a product. Excuse me, doing business. I don't want to say hustling. I'm out here doing business with a product to sell or whatever. So, no, I don't do, I don't hustle people. Hustle is another connotation for saying, trying to get over on people, trying to get, you know, get over on people and not do what you're supposed to do as a man or woman. That's another connotation with being a hustler. That goes along with that. Keep that in mind. All that goes along with that, that being a hustler mentality. Because as I said, true hustlers can never evolve 
into businessmen. True hustlers never evolve into businessmen and businesswomen. They don't. Like I said, this is why these guys got to watch their mouth. They can't. They scared to say anything. They scared to really speak their mind. You know, that's why they, whatever they, you know, if they say like Nick Cannon did, if they say anything to upset their white bosses, if they say something to upset their white bosses, the white man gonna show you who really is the boss. He's gonna show you who the boss is. That's why they did Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon talk about all the money he had, how his show wilding out this. Then why, if that's his show, then why was the white man able to take him, take him, fire him off his own show? Why was MTV able to fire Nick Cannon off his own show and offer to give his show to somebody else? Now, this is supposed to be his intellectual property. But see, the white man, once he gets his holes, he, he brings his holes in for a conference. They give him the bag. He tells them, well, anything that you got, any intellectual property you had belongs to me. That's what they told Nick Cannon that maybe Nick forgot that Wild and Out belongs to MTV. It don't belong to him. They let him, they gave it back to him, let him use it because he kissed enough ass and begged that he pissed off some Jews. But, you know, that's what happens when you're a buck-broken hustler, a hoe. You're a buck-broken buck, buck hustler and hoe, you'll do anything to get on. You'll do anything to stay on. Anything. And like I said, the beast loves that kind of energy around him. He likes you Negroes who are uh, uh, how do you say? You are um, open for that type of energy. You are open for that type of energy, low-grade energy. He knows that. That's why he always wants you guys out here on the track, working, bringing in other hoes for influence. Notice what a hole does. A hole always goes out and get more holes for the pimp. And what you think these niggas is doing when they're going out here and they got a stable of entertainers and artists and all these people, right? When Diddy had to go out here and get Biggie, that was Biggie was his hoe. Well, no, Biggie was a hoe, and that was a hoe inside the stable of Clive Davis. Because ultimately, Clive was the pimp. And Diddy and all them niggas like Puffy, um, Biggie, them niggas is hoes, man. You know? Because you already know who's making all the money off of um, Puffy up uh, off of um, Biggie catalog, and why his family getting crumbs. You already know making the money off of his catalog, Clive Davis and P Diddy, they getting the money, all the money. Well, no, Clive he getting more, of course. And Diddy get a cut. You know, sometimes if you're a good hoe, the the pimple the pimple lets you, uh, uh, aka your slave master. He'll let you keep a little. He'll let you keep a little bit of the uh, uh, of the spoils. He'll let you keep a little bit of the profit. But trust me, the lion's share goes to him because he put the money up. He gave you a, a so-called office, a company. He lets you be out in the front, and your job is to go out there and get more. Go into the hoods, go into projects, find the next little influencer, the next one who this wealthy business person could use. Use you Negroes' names to get money off of. You see, that's the type of people he wants around. He don't want none of you proud niggas around. He don't want none of you, I want to do my own business. I don't want to deal with the white man. I'm trying to do my own. He don't want that around because you are uppity nigga then. And they mind you uppity. Why won't you accept your position beneath me? That's what that translates into. Why don't you be like the rest of my hoes who want to just work for me and just I could pay you really good. And whatnot, you could live like them. You could be a multi, multi-millionaire like them. 
But, you know, here's the catch with that. Um, you already know they're going to make you promote homosexuality, lesbianism, transgenderism, and race mixing. They're gonna, you already know they're going to make you promote that. And now they're going to also get you to promote the vaccine. I wouldn't be surprised if Van Jones really going to go out here hard body and start pushing niggas to get the vaccine. That's probably where you got him that $100 million for. Go out here and get, go hard and get your people to get that vaccine. You know? I really wouldn't be surprised at that. But, hey, it's expected. It's expected. Like I said, in the minds of a prostitute, minds of a hoe, all is fair. You see, they don't feel nothing wrong about what they do. You see, they don't feel nothing wrong about that. It's just money to them. It's just paper to them. It's just business to them. No, it's not no business with you. That is nothing but an investment in you. It's not business with you because I guarantee you when they put money into you, you're never going to prosper like they prosper. Never. You see, not only do they get that money back, whether they get it back off you uh, 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 and recoup the money or they just use it as a tax write-off, saying, you know, if they use it as a tax write-off, they just basically tell, oh, I ain't making any money from this, such and such. So they went in all the way around. That's how business people do. Like I said, all you people that's hustlers, all you do, all you can do is sit around with just your thumb stuck up your butt trying to think about, oh, what am I going to do next? You know, I better not say this. I better not say that. Because if I say this or I say that, you know, uh, uh, my, my, my opportunity is going to stop. A.K.A. the white man ain't going to take care of you no more. If you refuse to stand up for homosexuals, lesbians, transgender, the, uh, the, the jab, the shot, or damn, or race mixing, if you refuse to stand up against that, then guess what? You ain't going to be seen no more. All right? You ain't going to be seen no more. You see, Terry Crews, he had that one chance to stand up like a man. You see, he didn't stand like a man, so he's willing to sacrifice his manhood. And in return, in return, he got talk shows and things like this. Steve Harvey, all them guys, they're willing to sacrifice their manhood in some way, shape, or form. They're willing to sacrifice that. Your rappers, all these people, man. You see, these and these people got millions of dollars, right? So they say they got millions of dollars. They got all this money, right? And you would think, okay, since y'all got all this money, you would think to yourself, well, why not? I need to do something to help my people. I, I need to do something. I got all this money. Let me put a school over here. Let me put a supermarket over there, Right? Let me put a a, um, a park outside. Let me do all that. You know what's going to happen? Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, gave, you know, you know, if they put our people to the side and trying to do something. But like I said, y'all don't know if y'all don't try because, again, you don't have the incentive to do for yourself because you got Caucasian you can turn to that become part of your business. You see, and you shouldn't want that. You shouldn't want them involved in your business at all. If it ain't about something that you have to necessarily buy from them, that's different. But in the intricacies of your business, you shouldn't be letting nobody, especially them, know. Right. So get yourselves over to a um, get your 
yourselves over that mindset of hustler. Get yourselves over that mindset of being hustlers. You see? They make that stuff look attractive to our people because, like I said, they want a generation because, when they, again, when they attach hustler, notice that word hustler is attached to bronze people now. When they really attach the word hustler to bronze people, that's really them saying, you know, you a hoe. Y'all some hoes. You a race of hoes waiting for a white pimp like me to pimp you Negroes out. Waiting, waiting for a white pimp, white, white, white uh, pimp like myself, a, a white Mac Zaddy to pimp you hoes out. What you want to be a rapper? What you want to be a, a mu- music producer? What you want to be a talk show host? What you want to be an athlete? They just wait to like pimp you niggas out, man. That's what the whole point of that is. You see, and, and, and y'all accept here and lie to yourself, like how you Negroes do, like y'all did, like Jay Z and all you niggas did, puppy. You you'll get a you you'll get down with the record label, and you'll say, well, you know, I need I need I it's my business, I need some of my stuff. So they'll give you two percent of your your album that you produce. They'll give you two percent. Okay, they'll give you two percent of the album you produce, and they keep the other ninety-eight percent or whatever. And then when your ass go broke, you sit up here wanting to go, damn, oh, I ain't, I ain't got no money in my account. Why, you know, you'll think like that. They think like that because, like I said, they have never been free mentally. They have never been free. Yeah. That's why they think like that. These people are not used to building, maintaining, and sustaining a real business for themselves. They're not interested in that. They're not interested in that. And like I said, the bronze businessmen are, hide, are hidden from our people on purpose. Their, their accomplishments are not talked about. You see, their accomplishments are not talked about. Like I said, it's one person I would like to see in a movie about Bass Reeves, definitely. But you already know, you know, these people answer to the behest of their superiors. Hustlers will always answer to the behest of their superiors and to their low nature, to their, and they will always want to fulfill their creature comforts. You see, they will always want to fulfill their creature comforts. And will not realize that the reason why they are not rich or wealthy or anything or well off is because they look to the so-called white man instead of millions or whatever the case may be. They look to him as the supreme power. They look to him as that way. They look to him as the supreme power over them because he's the one that cuts the check. He's the one that cut the check, and they never think there'll be a time where he will not be able to. We'll be right back.
See, a true business person, a true business person, whenever they do business with somebody, they make sure it's a form of a partnership more than a business. You see, when I do business with my people, I make sure it's more of a partnership than them just working for me. They buy from me, wholesale, they resell, retail. The product is theirs once they sell it. That's like their franchise. So that's how you do business if you want to work with people. You see, these Negroes, they work for these people. You doing all, you providing all the talent, and they really doing more. I mean, the people that just doing all the talent, like they providing all the product, all the beast doing is putting up the money and making sure it gets seen, but you providing all the talent. You're providing them with the programming to control your people. That's what you're doing. You're providing them with the programming. They can't program your people without your help. They need your help to pass on the messages of destruction to your people. Without your help, they can't do what they do. That's their true business. Their true business is to keep people in a state of chaos and confusion and thus destroying themselves, to keep that status quo low. You see, that's their point. That's why they do what they do. That's ultimately their job. Their job is to control the masses, and they need you to produce the product to control the masses. That's why they use you. They keep you around to produce the music. They know they can't produce the music. Or if they, you, they, if they produce the music, they'll put you out there at the front, the face in front, so you know, so they can hide behind the music they produce, the stuff they write when they got you out there acting out the stuff they write, all the stereotypical Sambo Coon nonsense they put you out to do. You see, they know exactly what they do. They know exactly what they're doing. These people know exactly what they do, you see. And because they are confident in what they do, they know they're always going to have, they know they're always going to have hustlers, you know, people who are trying to make a fast buck, people who don't really want to go out and work and do it themselves. They want to go out here and ask the white man for money. They want to ask him for finance. They want to ask him for his platform. Everything they do, these are your hustlers. These are not business people. I said this before and I said it again. I don't understand why you Negroes in Hollywood, y'all don't just go up here and put up your own platform and make your own movies and just sell your movies pay-per-view for people to see that. Why don't y'all do that? Why at this point do you even need a Hollywood anymore? Why at this point with the, with the Internet, why at this point do you niggas even need a Hollywood anymore? Or you niggas even need a music company or record company anymore? You could just sell your stuff online. You see? You just got to know how to market your stuff. Why do you even need a record company at this point? Why do you have to degrade yourself? Why do you got to be like this guy, the baby? He got to worry about these whether these Caucasians going to, after the thing he said about the homos, he got to worry about the Caucasians allowing him to go out here and make money now. You see, now they're going to turn him into a little baby and make him apologize. You know, he can't, be, he can't even be a man. He can't even be a man and say, what a man feel like saying. He can't see when you when you when you treat it like a hoe, when you treat it like a hustler, there's consequences to that. You always gotta answer to your bosses. See a boss say what they say. They ain't gotta answer to nobody. They say what they say and they stand on it. Bosses don't have to answer to nobody. 
They don't have to apologize because somebody told them to. You see? See, that's what happens when you pay the cost to be the boss. See, when you pay the cost to be the boss, you ain't got to apologize. You can say what you mean and mean what you say. So who's the real gangsters? You niggas ain't no gangsters. Gangsters don't apologize. Gangsters say what they say, and that's it. Whoever don't like it, oh, well. You see? You don't never see the so-called Jews apologizing for all the stereotypical things they made about black people in Hollywood. Do you ever see them apologizing? But let you niggas say one thing about some Jews, you got to be like Nick Cannon bending over and grabbing your ankles and tap dancing and soft-shoeing just so you can get a little bullshit show back on, 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 um, on MTV, that little bullshit wilding out, that corny-ass show. That they was about to hand over to another nigger. They'll say, like they say, we'll just get another nigger. We'll just get another hoe. You know, Nick, we're about to put Nick on the side. He ain't gonna, we ain't gonna let, we're gonna take Nick off the track. We're gonna put another hoe on the track. That's how they really feel about you, Negroes, man. You nothing but a bunch of hoes on the track. They ain't got no respect for you. You don't get no respect. Hoes don't get respect. You see? Hoes don't get respect. You see? You niggas are a dime a dozen. You see? You niggas, and you got one nigga, one nigga won't do another nigga will. That's how they feel about it. If you don't want to bend over and grab your ankles or get down on your knees or come to the mansion parties or have these crackers grab on you when they feel like it or tell you what to say and what not to say, if you don't, if you don't want to do it, they got another nigga that will, and they'll just make sure you never excel in that industry. You know, at least going through their channels. Now, if you figure a way to get money without them, which you can, then so be it. Get down. But if you can't figure out a way to get money without them, then I guess you got to be a good hoe. I guess you got to be a good hoe. But, nigga, don't sell, don't sell this nonsense that you a businessman. Y'all ain't businessmen. You're not businessmen. You are a bunch of hustlers. You are a hustler. You see? Oprah Winfrey wouldn't dare go nowhere and try and ply her trade as a talk show host. She already on her way out. You see, she's trying to come with this black stuff now. Now she's trying to talk black now, so-called black, whatever that means, you know, because her brand is her brand is pretty much done. Everybody see what she about, what she's basically what she always been about about being being a, 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 a liberated a liberated coon. A liberated, a liberated um, bed wench and a coon. You see, that's what she's about. You know, whatever these Caucasians ask her to do, because she, they're the reason she lives in her mansion. They're the reason why she can go to Paris and go shopping at Louis Vuitton. They're the reason, not because of Oprah Winfrey. You see, not because of her talent, but because of what she's willing to do, which is anything. See, a hustler will do anything at any time. You see. A hustler will do anything at any time to secure that bag, as y'all say. And right now, they got, they try to have you so-called black people, when y'all talk, they secure the bag and get the bag and all. They try, that's really just whole talk, man. <coughs> that's whole talk. That's not businessman talk. That's not businesswoman talk. That's whole talk, man. Securing bags and all that, trying to talk all that swag bag stuff. Man, that's, that's whole talk. That's all that is. You see, that's nothing but whole talk. You can't, all that trying to secure bags, why don't you secure businesses for yourselves? 
You see, these are the people who ain't trying to do nothing for their people. They can't start no businesses up to employ their people. They can't do nothing. And whatever little businesses they got, it's just a little label. Like you said, you like you Negro, the white man, give you a little label deal, let you keep some of the money, keep some of the pennies off the table. You see, he'll let you do a little label deal. You know, if you start a little record company, let you get a little label deal, let you get a little bit of money, let you get some nigger pennies. That's how they do. They don't regard you as nothing like how they insulted Jay-Z, you know, with the whole thing of talking about he's an owner in the Nets basketball group, in the Nets basketball team. He's got a zero point zero point of a zero point of a percentage of a half of a percent of a zero. Some nonsense like that. Really nothing. That's what they said. Jay Z got a stock or a share shares in the New York and in the, in the New York and the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, he owns a zero point zero one zero point one whatever the hell let me. Basically nothing. And he gets that for being a mascot. He was getting that to be a mascot. You say basically sit at the Nets games and. Basically, add his his uh, um star power, his so-called star power, to the name of the Nets because he was from Brooklyn. That's what they do. This is the type of thing hustlers do. See, business people people they don't want to be nobody's damn uh uh nobody's damn lackey. And see, with business people, it ain't all about the money. You see, all money ain't good money. You see, that's why certain business people they won't get in, they won't get involved in certain things. They won't be involved in certain things because all money ain't good money. See, business people know that. See, hustlers, all money is good. With a hustler, all money is good. Businessman or businesswoman, they have true integrity. They don't want to be associated with things, you know, that might be nefarious. You know, what I'm saying they don't want to be associated with things like that, especially if they're trying to build a name. See, because real business people try to build a name along with their brand. That's why you'll see a lot of these business people, they don't want their brand associated with certain people. They don't want certain rappers, certain black people wearing their brand. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. You got certain people, they'll let certain people wear the brand because they want to get a name. You know, and then after they use niggas to get the name up, then they're going to get rid of you niggas, and they'll start saying, oh, it's for white people again. You see? After they got that, they got enough money off you Negroes. You see, that's how they do that. You know, you are of no consequence. You are of no consequence to these people, and that's fine. That's fine that you are of no consequence. You're not seen as important enough in the sight of these people. You're just like as Dame Dash said. After, after the white man just basically kicked him to the side, after the Jews kicked him to the side, Dame Dash became like, like these bitter Negroes when, when, when the white man hit them with the harsh reality that you're nothing but a bunch of hoes. You know, you just was on the track for me to get that money. And I thought I used you to get, because, you know, the, the boss, the businessman, always going to get more than the hoe. The hoe always make, make you believe they really getting all that money. They getting all that paper. Uh, no. Nah. Nah. Even if they give them a quarter of what, you know, they still ain't worth or whatever, even if they give them a quarter, that's still them getting more than, you know, what they supposed to. That's still them getting more. The white man still gets more than what he's supposed to get. You see, and you provide and you and you provide all the talent. 
You see, he just gives money. Money that you could have raised if you would have thought about how to do it. But like I said, when you a hustler and you don't you don't really have any integrity, you're just trying to make a fast dollar, you're just trying to make a fast buck, then that's what happens. That's what you do. Everything is just about money. All about money. That's it. It ain't about nothing else. It ain't meant to be about nothing else. It ain't that deep in the minds of the hustler. It ain't that deep. You see, in the mind of the hustler, ain't nothing that deep. It's all about dollars and cents. But in the long run, see, the hustler don't never think about the long run. You see, like the hustler, he'll tell you, oh, I, I had this big hustle where I basically signed these publishing rights away for my music. So I got a quick 800 grand, a quick million, a quick two, three million dollars for my publishing. But the businessman who bought that publishing, he knows that that publishing going to be worth a lot of money. See, the hustler don't think like that. The hustler don't think like that. The hustler, he signed away his rights. Now, the, the, the white man, who usually that's who it is, the white man is going to get all those rights forever. His children going to eat off that catalog forever. His children going to eat off your publishing forever. You see, that's how that works. They will continue to eat off your publishing. That's what business people do. So that's why, of course, they're going to send Negroes out there to get some more. Yeah, these niggas are great, man. They make some great music. We make a lot of money off their music. We make a lot of money off their music. And, you know, like I said, I always say let a hoe be a hoe. Let a hoe be a hoe. Because that's what they want to be. They want to be some good hoes. They're just calling it being hustlers. A hustler, always remember this, a hoe is a hustler, and a hustler is a hoe. You see, don't ever look up to the hustlers because they always serve the business people. At the end of everything, they always serve the business people. They always will work for the business people. They will always take orders from the business people. The business people will always call the shots, not these hustling-ass niggas. They will never call the shots. These hustling-ass niggas, they don't call the shots. They're not shot callers, all right? They're not shot callers. The people they work for are shot callers. The people that give, cut them their checks are shot callers. The people that deal directly with the distribution, those are the shot callers, okay? These Negroes, I don't care how much money they got, they're not, they're not see, they're not shot callers, you know? They don't control the product. The white man controls the product. He he runs he runs the damn he runs the damn basketball team. He owns the football team. So you niggas could jump up and down and and, and, and jump up and, and run fast and sleep with all the women you want and do all the things you think you're doing. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they take orders. They take orders. They receive their orders. From the beast And they do the will of the beast And if they ever Think any different The beast will cut them off The beast will cut them off He owns them Okay Always keep that in mind He owns them And he They are beholden to him Okay They're good 
boys and they're good girls. They serve him. They will always serve him. You see, they don't care about their people. You are not their people. Always remember that you are not their people. Their people are the ones who they go to those mansion parties with, those ones who they want to live next to, usually Caucasians, that they live next door to, that they give money to their yeshiva schools to for their children, that they do special events and and performances for the, for the Caucasian children, the Caucasian Jewish children in Israel, whatever they told to go, they do it free. Why? Because that's what happens when you a hustler. Use a hoe. You are a hoe. A hoe. You know, if you give a hoe enough money, they'll put anything in their mouth, and they'll say anything out of their mouth. That's what hoes do a.k.a. hustlers, that's what they do. You don't ever want to be a hustler. You want to be a business person. For you young people out here that's listening, and you older people who want to get into business, never align yourself with hustles. Never align yourself with hustlers or people who, you know, uh, uh, portray themselves as hustlers. Never align yourself with those kind of people. We'll be right back.
You see, business translates into more than just money. Always remember that. Business translates into more than just money. See, to the hustler, the hustler will never understand business. The hustler will never understand that business is about more than just money. I'm going to give you a good example of this. You had these um, Negroes that was trying to call themselves, you know, undercutting the Asians by selling them hair. You know, that the hair that the so-called black women buys and, you know, the weeds up here. You had a bunch of these Negroes with a whole surplus of, you know, good, whatever, plastic, Malaysian, whatever the hell these black females put on their head. They had a good deal they was going to do where they wanted to sell that hair to the Asian shops, right, for the so-called black woman to buy. And like I said, the product actually, the hair was actually better than what the Asians get from each other to sell to the black woman. You know, these Asians told the black people, the black guys want to sell the hair. They was like, no, we ain't buying from you. We don't buy, we won't buy from you. They buy from their own kind. And he's like, the black guy's like, well, well, I'm giving you a good bargain. I'm giving you better, lower than what you, you know, you pay for. You're going to make a good profit. He's like, you don't understand. We don't care about that. They said, we're going to do just fine regardless. We're going to still make money. But he knows that business has a lot to do with your people and how you empower your people. See, it's not about you just empowering yourself. It's about you empowering your people. That's how real business works. You see? That's how that works. You know, you empower your people. You don't see the the, the Chinaman told the nigga, look, I, it ain't about just money with me. See, because he know the niggas, they don't have no real, you know, no real uh, integrity. He know niggas is just about, let me get this money, let me get this fast dollar. That's what, see, the Asians, that's why they know they can come in black neighborhoods and get money. See, they ain't never got to be afraid. They know you could never come in their neighborhood and get money, see, because they business people. They only going to do what they, they'll do business with their own kind. You see, they'll sell everybody else they stuff, but they're only going to do business to benefit their own kind. They know they can come in your neighborhood and sell you Chinese food. They can come in your neighborhood and do your nails and do your toes and all this other stuff and disrespect you sell and sell up 99-cent stores. They know they could do that because they come in as business people. It's not, it's not emotional with them. Yes, they don't like you, Negro, but they'll take your money. They'll take your money. They don't got no respect for you. And they shouldn't have no respect for you so-called black people because y'all refuse to stand together. So you allow them to come in because you got an individual mentality. Because you just got to have you some goddamn Chinese food. You niggas got to have some Chinese food. You niggas, you nigga women got to have your nails and your, your nails and your pedicures. And you can't just find out how to do it yourself. You, or you can't empower another sister who might know how to do that. Get her and give her that business. Y'all don't think like that. You don't want to give the so-called black woman your another so-called black woman your business. Hell no. I want to give it to these Asian women over here who got a mask on, but they ain't giving you a mask to cover your face, so they ain't inhaling the fumes your dumb ass is in here when you sitting up in there. You see, they 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 they, they know they can come in your neighborhood and get money, cause they know you niggas are bogged out of your mind. Y'all don't stick together. Y'all let anybody in. See, that's not their culture. You ain't going in no Asian neighborhood and getting no money. You ain't, as a so-called black person, you ain't going in their neighborhood and getting no money at all. But they can come in your neighborhood and get money. The East Indies, too. You see? 
the Arabs too. You ain't going to none of their neighborhoods get no money because they're real people. They're a real community. They stand for they stand for each other. They know you Negroes don't stand for nothing. That's why anybody can just come and do what they want with you. Come in your neighborhood, take all your money out your neighborhood, and you stupid ass niggas stand on the corner about man, ain't no jobs out here. What are you talking about? Them people that's in them stores, that's your job. Them people that's in the store taking the money out your neighborhood that you selling to, that that's you niggas' job. That should be your stores. That should be your stores. The corner stores, the whatever food stores, man, you niggas need to learn how to start making damn fried rice and if that's the case. Y'all should be starting to learn how to make fried rice and some kind of damn healthier uh, Chinese food, if that's the case, before you want to buy anything from them. You don't know if you're getting a damn mouse chopped up in your food, a damn cat, whatever the hell you're getting chopped up in your food, and you dumbass niggas going to buy it. Then wonder why your sons and daughters is overweight and your sons got damn curves and breasts, growing breasts, because they don't eat all that goddamn soy from them goddamn Chinese. And you're going to keep giving them the damn Chinese food. Keep killing your children. You see? But that's the mentality you Negroes got. You got a lazy mentality. So, like I said, when you got a lazy mentality, you'll never be business people. You niggas want a quick, you want a quick fix. You want a quick hustle. You want to figure out a way to quickly make some money. You know, you want to just, you know, get your money. You know, like you niggas, when y'all was out here selling crack, Look, how many of you niggas became, a lot of you niggas became millionaires. How these niggas became millionaires off their own people selling death to their own people? These niggas became millionaires selling crack. What they do with the money? What these niggas did with the money? Uh, uh, nothing. See, because as soon as that hustle was over, as soon as that, see, these niggas never saw it as a business because in all actuality, it ain't a business. It wasn't legal. So, of course, it was a hustle. And what do hustlers do? When they run is over with, what happens? Everything declines. Everything declines. When they little run is over, when they can't sell drugs no more, when the police will finally come and kick them damn doors and kick the door in the spot, kick the door into the damn trap house, throw all you niggas on the ground, put their foot in your back, and it's all over, and they drag all you niggas out, and you stand before the judge, they don't seize whatever assets you got. They took your money. You understand that? Niggas done told on you. They know all where y'all hiding the money, everything, and y'all niggas doing fifty years. That's what. That's ain't that how it usually go? If y'all don't end up dead because your homeboy got jealous of you, business you niggas do. Grimy, grimy, not even business, just grimy hustler shit. Just grimy, grimy, grimy hustler shit. And then you wonder why nobody respects you. Nobody respects you. They just take your money. Treat you like hoes. That's why black men, you so-called black men, are not regarded as real businessmen. Because y'all always trying to make a quick dollar. You always trying to make a quick buck. You see? You see? So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. That's exactly why y'all suffer the way y'all suffer in the society. Why you got to go to the beast for the one of all things. Why you don't even have your country, which is supposed to be our country, because, see, we wasn't thinking. You know, at one point we thought like business people. We traded and we did stuff like that. But a lot of that business mentality was going from us, man. Men, we started trying to figure out how to make quick dollars, trying to, you know, we became impatient. We didn't want to grow a business. We didn't want to do that. See, we wanted fast money. 
you see. And see, when you want fast money, what happens? If you do get in some kind of business or some kind of hustle that you're doing, you guys always make shitty products. You either make really shitty products or you open up a business somewhere in your damn hood that a thousand people have opened up before and failed at. You niggas opening up the 50th chicken joint, the 50th rib shack. The 50th, uh, 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 what do you niggas sell? Some hair salon. See, that's what happens when you're a hustler. You're so unimaginative. But when you're a business person, see, you got time to think about what type of business you want to do. You got time to use your mind. You got time to use your mind and think. Cause see, it ain't about, ain't about just money. It's about making a mark. Exactly. These Negroes have no patience whatsoever. You see? None. None whatsoever. So they always plan to lose. They always plan to lose. You know, even when they're making a lot of money, like I said, notice these hustlers, these guys who sell drugs and get all this money, notice they, they can never translate that or turn that money into business or legitimate money. They never can. They never can turn it into legitimate money. You think about it, they got millions and millions of dollars these niggas make. They stack up money. Like by the tons selling selling poison to, to um selling poison to the people, and you would think, damn, these niggas they, they we we don't want to be flashy. We want to try and make as much money as possible. Then we are gonna just go ahead and go that about our business. These niggas want to stay trapping. They want to stay hustling. They want to stay exposing themselves. They're gonna eventually get caught. They want everybody to see them. They want to make the niggas in the hood jealous. They want to get the shorties looking at them. They want to get the law enforcement looking at them. They want everything. They want everybody. They, they, they niggas just want to just get a goddamn megaphone and just announce it on the street that they drug dealers. That's what these niggas want to do. They might as well get a damn megaphone and announce I'm, I'm trapping. They might as well just go ahead and say that and get that prison cell ready for them. Because, trust me, the guy standing next to you, he will tell on you or he will kill you. Because he want what you got because he woken up with the same estrogen, mental estrogen as a lot of you niggas got, man. That mental estrogen going through that jealousy shit. How you, how you men jealous of another man? How are you jealous? How's, it, how's a man jealous of another? No, that's right. Males going to be jealous of, 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 of other males. You see? You ain't supposed to be jealous of the next man. Your mind is always supposed to extend on the level to do greater things. As it's supposed to be. Even business. Right? Even business. You see? You niggas talking about bossing up? You niggas ain't going to boss up to nothing, man. See, a boss is a businessman. A boss will never be a hustler. See, hustlers end up two places, dead or in jail. Or they end up buck broken for the rest of their life like these entertainers. Constantly got to drink and drug and do all these things. If you ever look at these niggas, you can tell they're on drugs, man. All these niggas are on drugs because they got to live with what they had to do as those hustlers to get the money they got from them business people. They had to do a lot of dirty little nasty things. They had to degrade themselves. They had to do degenerate things. And they try to, you know, use the money as a way, as a coping mechanism for what they had to do. They try to use the money. They like they tell themselves it's worth it for all the money they done made. They living good. They living in mansions. They got mansions over here, mansions over there. All that means is you bent over a lot. That's all that means. Don't mean that you got no big, no good business acumen. 
don't mean that you know real business, man. Because if I can't point to a business that you really started, a real business with a real with a real product that you manufacture, if you, nigga, if you're telling me you a business, if you're telling me you a damn music producer and you got all them houses and cars and all that junk, or you a damn whatever, you know, actor, entertainer, all that means, all them, all them houses and cars, all that, all that represents all the times you bent over. That's all that represents. They don't represent your accomplishments. Because, again, anybody could do what you niggas do, man. Anybody can sit around and produce music. You can see it right now. You niggas, you see the quality of the music. That just goes to show you anybody can produce music. Look at the quality of the music. It's garbage. You see, the fact that they even call you niggas music producers is a joke within itself. You see, because music producers don't have to sample nobody else. They produce music from scratch. But just saying that. They don't have to sample nobody. But anyway, let me go ahead and uh, read this question before we get out of here. What is the difference between business people and hustlers? Business people think up a plan, execute the plan, and make maximum profit from the plan. They don't have to degrade themselves. They don't have to degenerate themselves. But what they have to do is be patient and understand and understand that there will be lean times, hard times, you know, times where it ain't going to make so much money or you might not make no profit at one point. You might have to refine your idea. Might see business people are okay with that because they know eventually it's going to pay off. You see, hustlers, they ain't trying to heal all that. Hustlers want their money right now, and they'll hook up with whoever they got to hook up with nine times out of ten, a, a business person. They ain't trying to hook up with other hustlers. They want a business person because they know the business person is the sure money. The hustler, he's he full of shit like them. You see, he, they don't want to hook up with another bullshit person like themselves that's talking about money and getting money, but that ain't actually getting it. They want to hook up with the solid business person who is actually getting the money, who can actually fund them, that can actually take care of them like the hoes that they are. Why is there a difference? Because, again, one is the boss, one is the shot caller, and one is the employee. Don't let these niggas fool you into thinking they bosses and they calling the shots. They ain't calling nothing. Them crackers tell them what to do. Do business people use, um, use hustlers? Of course they do. Of course they do. That's why people like Diddy and Oprah and all them people in Tyler Perry got a job. They hustlers. Started out as hustlers and they cause because ain't that what male prostitutes and female prostitutes do? They usually struggling. They looking for uh, some 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 money to feed themselves or do what they got to do to take care of themselves. That's how these people come on, man. That's how they act when it comes to these Caucasians who take them under their wing and. You know, the producers, and they, all they got to do is you know, come to a few parties, do a few lines of blow, smoke God knows what, and sleep with this one, lay with that one, participate in this right here and whatnot, let all these guys do. And, and next thing you know, you just forget all about it and you'll be in this movie tomorrow. You'll get this production budget tomorrow. Just, just, just do what I tell you. To degrade you. And also as a form of control. What is a... What is the difference? With, uh, what is the difference? Okay, I said that. Do business people? Yeah. What is a? What is what is a hustler? What really is a hustler? A hustler is a prostitute. That's all a hustler is. That's why I said it's not cool for men to refer to themselves as hustlers. Don't ever, as a man, refer to yourself as a hustler. As a woman, don't refer to yourself as a hustler. Hustlers are prostitutes. That's what a hustler is. Right? Can hustlers ever? 
can hustlers evolve into business people? No. Either you're a born business person or you're not. That's what that is. And, again, just like you can't make people have patience, can't make them have foresight, you can't make them have business sense or business acumen. You can't make every uh, person a businessman. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust and Amen we think and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Nibin Menkare. This has been Mental Like Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.